Welcome to another edition of the Weekly Hijack. Hi, Jack. And everyone else. <laughs> this is Once Upon a Time edition of Weekly Hijack. We just finished... Oh, I... Sympathy for the DeVille. Sympathy for the DeVille. Actually, interesting with uh, Corella's origin story here, I thought one thing that was actually different from Once Upon a Time, one of the first times they've dealt with like an actual like crazy person. Yeah. I mean, it works for Corella because she was always kind of crazy in the movie, but... Uh, again, interesting choice. Not well, a little out of the box for well, once okay. in a time. Okay, Zach, come here. I know he has stuff to say, but I actually really enjoy this episode. Well, <laughs> a couple of reasons. First off, they played with your expectations because you're. I see the title. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be another bad guy with a bad with a sad backstory, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, you know, and they play you for about half or forty five minutes, saying, oh, poor Cruella, et cetera, et cetera. Rapunzel type story. Yeah. And then it's not, and she's like full on like crazy yeah. psychopath. Um, that, that look she gives the author when he gets back to her apartment, she's like. <laughs> and then, and then they also subverted. I'm like, oh, okay, so they're both modern people in 1920 or whatever, and they go back, but they're not. It's not real life. It's a story realm. It's not Earth. Oh, you think so? No, I think that was the whole point of him saying this is a realm. Yeah, because she didn't know the date or anything. That's yeah. an interesting point. Well, that could I just figured that could also be because she'd been locked in a, nah, a I, I, attic for so long. I think it was they were, the story realm. I didn't because that which was explains one, a lot of which made a lot of sense. Because which it was like, made much more sense because I was complaining about how oh it's nineteen twenty this and uh, like it's this story. Now I'll say coming into it with poor with very low expectations for Corella. Her backstory was one of the more originals that I think worked. I thought it was a classic backstory in a, in a good way. In a good way, though. Not like yeah. uh, Ursula's was off. Or Ursula's was lame because it was just a repeat of the same old no, crap. This, this, this was a, a neat take on Cruella's thing. What I didn't like at all was that we have this mysterious author we've been looking for for how long? Cruella just happens to know him? No, but I don't think and, I don't think that's the thing is I think Gold knew from get go Cruella knew him and purposely brought her in on purpose. Uh, See, to me that was to me I thought it was really clever because we need an author backstory and it did a double. You felt like that was a tie-in for that was a tie-in and it made Cruella important. Not I mean for a variety of reasons and it sounds like Gold's like you've been lying to. Him. I mean I don't I mean he said he watched but I think he. Knew some you know, of that. See, I didn't get the sense that he under, knew. Well, I don't know. I, well, I, I, he knew the author. We, we don't know. Thing. We still don't actually know all of Cruella's story. We don't really know how she got to the Enchanted Forest. And yet. I'm not sure we will see it. Well, I, we might see randomly. Yeah, at, at some point, I imagine it'll come up. Yeah. But, I mean, that would be. Because Gold had this history with Cruella in Enchanted Forest, however, she wound up getting there. So yeah. that could be when he found out about connections to this one author guy. Now, I would like to know, because the Sorcerer's Apprentice you know, indicated that there are other authors, there, or there have been other yeah. authors. I'm curious if there are like, other authors still present or that are running around, or if he's I the main like, one right now. I, they talk about the mantle moving, so I thought he was the only author that's in existence right now. But. That's, that's what I thought, too. What, I was, what I've been disappointed with is that they built this author up into such a giant... The the sorcerer's apprentice has this air about him of yeah. of importance and things like that, and they built the author up to be even bigger than that, and he seems 
I don't know. He just is left lame in my. I don't know. I like him being kind of a goon. I well, think it's I clever. Mean, but, I, but and I don't necessarily mind that he's a goon. I mind that no one else notices or cares that the author doesn't. He's like lame. You know that yeah. he's not got all this power. That he's not. You know they all were like he's going to be the one that fixes everything, and he's just this little guy who doesn't. Do anything, yeah, and that they've that. not noticed that or played on that at all is annoying to me. I think the problem is he's powerful because he he's only can use the pen right now. Is he? I assume so because Gold said that if he got killed, the mentor would go to someone else who might not want to help him. So I think oh, okay. the author is the only person who can actually do the. Yeah, it's not that he himself has much power; it's that he has he's the only one who can pull off that. Well, and adding thing. to the lameness is this. This ink, who knows what will happen. Okay, if that it, was a little odd, yeah. If it, <laughs> if it, you know, it's filled or used without the pen. And what it, it's just a dye. Well, two, two, <laughs> a, dye. a hair dye. I mean, generally, I, this has been one of my favorite well, shows in a while, it, honestly. But the, the, the eye thing I thought was a little why bizarre. Mention, why mention that it's got magic power? Uh, you know, it's a special... Well, I mean, they had to because gold has to find some now. And I, I'm expecting, and hopefully they prove me wrong, but I'm expecting the gold to find... Some random thing. Random thing that never... I mean, did we establish that Golden... Where did the pen come from? He had the pen. No, he, stole, he got it from the author when he, they traded out. He took it from him when they met up in the woods and he captured him. Okay, but now he knows about the ink. Somehow he knew about the ink. Well, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. He didn't that, really understand this. I mean, go, in, if you go back and watch the first couple seasons, he wouldn't even understand yeah, that there was an author. The thing, problem is, then, the problem is, Gold's knowledge is very random. I mean, and that's what annoys me about the show in these later yeah. seasons is that it's not consistent in it. The most consistent character is yeah. Regina in many ways. Well, when, when did when did when did they talk about Gold knowing or not knowing anything about the author beforehand? Well, he just never acts. He's always been like interested in this author i mean not even he wasn't interested before and then i mean the author would have been a great way to get your son back it would have been a great way to do all these other things i don't know it just yeah, is that's, always that's fair it's always seemed it's just this new thing we did i don't know but, i don't mind being new because of the season but i get his his level of knowledge of author is very vague yeah he goes from not knowing anything to knowing a lot a lot yeah that that's that's fair. That that is. I'm not completely convinced. Okay, so I do think it's also clever that he wrote that Gorilla couldn't hurt anyone, which I thought was great because we're always saying Gorilla can't do anything. Yeah. and it's basically a wonderful. It's a wonderful explanation of her being crazy and being use, basically useless. That's a good point, which actually. I, yeah, yeah, I was watching the you know the flashback. She killed her mom. I'm like, what happened to that Cruella? Yeah, and I, personally, I thought that was a, a neat a neat twist. And I'll say this in, this thing for the author. I mean it. It is interesting. It, it plays off the fact that he's kind of a goon, kind of a nobody. Yeah. Like, and they they kind of acknowledge that in this episode. He's like, "Yeah, I actually haven't really done much with my life. As if I'm just kind of writing about and other, it seems like other in people's the lives." Section was when he was just discovering that he could start changing, which maybe is kind of where he went wrong as an author <laughs> in a weird way. You know, like, the authors aren't supposed to change things. He's it, supposed to just collect stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he started, maybe that was what led him on the path to start influencing people like the Charmings and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Which again is my, I don't know, is part of my problem. And maybe I missed when earlier they made it seem, put the hints in there about gold knowing Cruella knew the author. But to me, I didn't get that no, sense I, at all. I'm doubting So that then it's very hokey that like, 
Cruella just happens to have this relationship with the author that might have been the entire turning point of his entire existence yeah. as the author. I'm just like, really? That's <laughs> just lame to me. I can, I mean, I can buy that. I am not, yeah, yeah I don't know. How, it, it is always un, un, unknown how much gold knows, and coincidences. I think and, the in this authors case, don't, I mean, the writers of the show <laughs> don't know how much. See, in this case, I take this coincidence fine just because Cruella, I don't know, because I like it. <laughs> um, I liked her back. I thought her backstory was really good. I don't I'm, necessarily like the author tie-in crap. I do. I, I'm not convinced about this whole okay turning Emma's heart evil for killing oh. an innocent. I'm like, she's running to self-defense. That's not evil. Yeah. yeah. If she doesn't know, it. she didn't know anything. There was nothing evil about the act that she did at all. It was no. The definition of heroic. <laughs> no, pe people overplay the heroes not are not supposed to kill thing a little too often. I mean, we, we've seen Charming kill, like, dragons and stuff like that. I mean, heck, they killed Maleficent, you know, technically, well, at, the, they, at the end of the first and season. And they thought they killed, or I guess they didn't, but... I know, to me, that was, like, she turned evil for one time that she defended her son <laughs> yeah, from yeah, someone court. she was sure was going to kill him. The court <laughs> wow. It wasn't related to anything emotional. It was the physical act of killing. I mean, and I don't think that's good is what I'm yeah. saying. I'm not trying to defend it. But it was all the physical act. She killed her and oh no, that put a black mark on her heart or whatever. Yes. There's nothing emotional about it. There was no struggle like, should I kill this person or not? Which is what would really turn your heart black. Yeah. I mean, it's not nearly as like what actually turned Snow's heart black when she, you know, purposely premeditated um, which, Cora's death. Which she did and it only turned a spot black. <laughs> she didn't turn... So the savior has different standards. Well, uh, wait, who knows? Turning you evil. Well, we don't know how it's going to. Parents did something specifically <laughs> to stop her from turning evil. Well, I mean, and not even stop her from turning evil. They weren't sure she was going to turn evil before. To make sure that there was no chance of her turning evil, they did something. Well, the thing is. Well, wait, 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 wait. But to to stop that act of turning evil, all she had to do was actually kill someone? I mean, what doesn't yeah. make sense to me is what would have turned her evil before? A bad breakfast? <laughs> her, there's not much... I, I'm so, it's still open. We'll see how they play. I, my guess is that's not the, the yeah. full story. That might be the possible starting. Though it seems a it, it, it's a it's a little over dramatic. Like uh, uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's over dramatic. I mean, yes, once can has shown a, a strange penchant for taking elements that you thought were lame and then kind of explaining and making it actually something interesting out of it. But man, they keep trying to push like some of this soap opera type stuff. <laughs> no, I love I love the fact that the the. The charming, even though they're like, no, we're sorry for doing that. They're like, okay, they, but they still defend it. They're like, but we had to do it. No, no that was the thing that bugged me more than anything. Because like previously, they had admitted, like, yeah, that was wrong. We shouldn't have done that. Now, like, they're we, like, we should have done it, but we would have done it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they had no faith in their parenting abilities <laughs> to keep her good. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, they hear this. Prophecy that she could or may not go back, which is really not any different than any other person <laughs> ever born. You know, uh, to me, the and week, somehow they stayed good people. Like I, I mean, until they decided to kill a child because of the whole. Thing. See, I like the I like the presentation of the author. I I really like Cruella Cruella's presentation. 
the weak point the whole second half of the season is I don't buy the the charmings are just crazy. <laughs> they've, they've they've gone off the rails. The whole season um, would be better if they weren't in. But and, 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 and everything yeah. about Emma's turning depends on her relationship to them too. I mean, that's where the emotional tie-in is. Yeah. Her eyes have been getting more blood the whole season. <laughs> she does look awful. <laughs> she looks like she's on drugs. You know, it's all related to this trust with her parents, yeah. which doesn't even make sense to begin with. So. <laughs> I, I, I love that Regina's like, dude, just forgive your parents. I mean, and Regina is, I mean, for being an evil queen, she makes a lot of sense most times. And she's like, I'm going to just kill Cruella. She's like, when Regina's being your voice of reason, you know you've got issues. She's been the voice of reason for like two seasons now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Once upon time, riders, you really need to figure out what you're doing with the charmings because that's. <laughs> I think they the, need to figure out what they're doing with the whole show. Yeah. I mean, have some better, a little more structure. Yeah. I think. I mean, I, I'm 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 not as upset with this, the author plotting as you are. I'm just, I think. I'm just. I, like I, I think the whole thing could have been cleaned up. Okay. I, I'm not upset with the author. Well, there's just. I, mean, I think too many loose ends that they just like no one will notice. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do think that the idea of having him not be someone as powerful as they're building up, I, I think that was a choice. I think that was like we want to surprise you with this. And I don't necessarily, like I said, I don't necessarily mind that because I I kind of like the character. I like the actor. He doesn't need. He was, job he was with great it. in the in the flashback. Yeah, he was. I like the. He's but, like it's no more slow. But that no one. That everyone built them up to be this amazing, powerful person, and that no one at this point is like, this, guy's, this is all we got. Well, what, we need, what we need is a Hurley character being like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Just, just one line would diffuse a lot it really, of it. Yeah, some, just something little that, because if, I, if people are thinking it, watching it, and no one's thinking it who's in the show, yeah. you know, that to me is a difference. Well, that's why Regina works so well half time. You're like, just forgive, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where the rest of the world is like, <laughs> Okay. Well, a lot I of thought, good spew there. <laughs> I will just say one more time, despite all our things about the general sense of the season, I, I thought this was a really strong episode, gen- you know, self-contained. It was. It was the flashback. The more, I thought was one of the strongest flashbacks we've had in a while. Yeah, a much more interesting it, origin story for Cruella than I was afraid we would have. I agree. Probably I the, wholeheartedly agree. Probably the that. best possible Cruella flashback. No, I really, I do think I would not have thought I would say this last week after seeing the preview, but I say get rid of Ursula altogether and just have had Cruella. Now she was lame in the current time. Yeah, pretty much. But it kind of explains some of that. Her backstory is. Far better than, than the other. And a little shout out to Ted Decker here. We had. <laughs> if you ever re- go read the the uh, what's it called the books of history? Yeah, it's the, from Circle. Uh, it, re- it reminds me of linking books from Mist. <laughs> you, you make the whole world by writing them in the book. Yeah, yeah. similar. But we better wrap this up. So right, yep. this has been a weekly hijack. Make sure you listen to our regular podcast, The World Trains of Thought. New episode coming out. Uh, oh, I don't know, in a weeks or so or so soon and until then this is tim this is nick and everyone else you heard zach here's zach mainly (laughs) (laughs) good night bye